0: Welcome to The Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Hey, everybody. Jane here. Welcome back to The Sunday Monday Show. I am here for a very different kind of episode. I think pretty much from the beginning of The Sunday Monday, I was very clear that there are so many people in the world who have great advice and talk very well and have basically built up their whole platform talking about dating and specifically talking about christian dating and catholic dating and knowing your value and holding your standards and all those things and i just feel like for me that's never really been something that i wanted to focus on on the sunday monday i felt like a lot of what we do is work with women who are graduating college and and going to work or trying to balance faith and their family and work and a lot of the pe- people in our community are married and many are engaged and dating and i i think still the the vast majority of the people listening are single um but i still i don't know i just don't think i've ever felt super um called in this space to just talk about dating and to talk about it openly and and to give advice because I never really feel like I have that much advice to give um but for the past couple of months I have just had so 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 many conversations with people who I love who are really struggling in having um I think hope I think the word is just hope and and holding out hope for the kind of person that they want to date, or coming out of relationships and just feeling like, okay, well, that didn't work. So like, who am I possibly going to meet that's going to be better and could you know meet me where I am? Um, and I just wanted and felt like it was time to do an episode on dating. Once again, I this isn't this isn't my most comfy space. I can talk about faith and work. All the time, but this is just a little bit out there for me. But I do feel like it's something I want to talk about. So bear with me as we enter into this kind of tumultuous and kind of wild world. And I also want to say that you know my own relationship and um, dating and such are, are not things that I talk about openly on here because to me it's it's private and it's personal and it really is not the heart of the Sunday Monday. Um, but I can say that my relationship and where we are has been very helpful in having good conversations with my friends and, and reminding them that there are incredible men out there who do desire to love and serve and lay down their life and, and care, um, care for us. It is, it is not impossible it can feel that way sometimes, um, but I just want to speak really about hope, um, and, and hopefully this is an encouragement, and hopefully this is an encouraging episode to, to you if you're listening. So basically where I want to start is that if you have a desire for a good relationship, and I mean, as we, as we always are on the Sunday Monday, we're talking about relationships and, and life and work and all these things from a Christian perspective, from a Catholic perspective, so if you're looking for a relationship or you're feeling like you want to be dating, I think many of the people I talk to, most of the people I talk to, we're all aligned on the fact that the reason you want to date and the reason you want to be in relationship with, with someone is to pursue marriage. Um, and that's the end result. And I think that one of, the, um, uh, one of the habits of highly effective people is that you have to begin with the end in mind. This was a shift that took place um, for me, actually, in recent years, was realizing, oh, the kind of person that I date, if if I think about the fact that at the end of this, we're either going to break up or get married, then the kind of person I date needs to be the kind of person I would want to marry. And so what does that mean? It means that the kind of person I date has to be the kind of person who I think would make a great husband, um, the kind of person who would be a great father. the kind of person who I would trust and who I respect who I think is smart and fun and I'm more than willing to to trust that they're going to lead me in a way that is good um, they're going to encourage me and support me and want the best for me and that's you know I think when I talk to my friends and when I when I you know get messages on the Sunday Monday it's just people know that you know we all know that we know that if you are entering into a relationship, With that end in mind and that end being marriage, that the kind of relationship you're looking for, the kind of person you're dating, the kind of people you want to meet, the places you're going to meet them, all of that changes, right? Like it all shifts because you're looking at the end. And if the end result is that you want to find a good man um, or if you're a guy listening to this a great woman to marry, then the way that we go about it has to be different. Because the people who we likely want to marry, you know, you're going to find them in certain places and you're probably not going to find them in others. Um, And so I think that's kind of the first thing is to just really begin with the end in mind and recognize that if you know what you want, it can make dating both easier and harder. And what I mean by that is it makes it easier because you can get to know someone and you can date someone or go on a few dates and realize, you know, I really enjoy this person and they're fun to be around and um, and this has been fun, but I don't see myself with this person for the rest of my life. And so it makes things easier because you have a, um, a way to evaluate people and a way to really think about like, wow, like I really, I really do love this person um, as my brother in Christ, but not beyond that. And I don't think I could see myself like with this person in the long run. Um, And so in that sense, knowing your end goal can make dating a lot easier. At the same time, though, it makes dating a lot harder. Um, I probably don't have to tell you all. like It is very, very hard when you are a woman who knows what it is you want, what's important to you. You have your standards. You know what you're looking for. It can make dating hard because it's hard to meet people who um, you feel like you are attracted to, but they're also, you know, holy and smart and hardworking and fun. And it can make things harder when you have those standards and you have that idea um, and you are praying about what you're looking for and you are praying about meeting people. Um, it can get harder. And so I just want to say that while knowing what you're looking for can expedite things in certain ways and help you kind of realize that maybe this isn't the right person for you it can also make you feel like you're making the pool a lot smaller which can be a little bit stressful and a little bit discouraging and frustrating um but at the end of the day you would so much rather I would so much rather you know protect um another person in my own heart um from a situation that I knew wasn't going to end well um, then drag someone else through it or put myself through that. I think that's something I see in a lot of my friends is that, um, I just hear again and again, like, yeah, you know, I'm not that into it, but he's nice to me or he's paying attention to me or he takes me on nice dates. Um, but there's so many other parts of that relationship or of that person that are not what that girl wants. Um, but she, because she's getting attention and because she's feeling chosen, um, I know a lot of, a lot of people and like, I definitely am not immune to this. Like I've had, um, I've dated people like that where I dated them because I enjoyed, you know, having someone, you know, texting or calling me. Um, even though I knew that at the end of the day, probably the relationship probably wasn't going somewhere. And so I I think that, when we're able to really think about what the end result is, we're able to approach dating in a much better way. And also I think in a way that's kinder, it's kind to ourselves and it's kind to the people that we're um, engaging, engaging with in that way. The other thing I want to talk a little bit about is I think that um, for Catholic women, especially, I was just talking to a friend about this. We had this like very long conversation last week, which is one of the things that spurred this episode. Um, but we were talking about how you can find a you can find relationships where, um, you know, there's there are going to be certain relationships that are very like compatibility driven. Like, okay, like this person and I make sense on paper. Like he's Catholic, he's smart, he lives in the same city. I don't know, y- y- whatever that compatibility list is you have in your head, right? Like he wants a bunch of kids, whatever. And so you can. You, you try to date this person, but there's no chemistry, right? There's no spark. There's no attraction. Like it's silly, but if you don't want to kiss him, then you probably don't want to marry him. Like there has to be a sense of attraction there because you can't that that, that just can't be forced. Like there has to be a sense of attraction. Um, and then on the other side, like we both dated people where there was a huge spark and fireworks and it just felt like this person was so exciting and so fun and so attractive and so flirty. And then you'd realize, like, actually, this person does not meet really any of my criteria that I have. Like, they don't have a strong faith life. They, I would be kind of worried about them being a father. Like, I um, don't think we have the same goals in life. And so I think, you know, many times we get stuck in kind of one of these lanes where it's like you meet someone who has like a huge amount of chemistry and fun, uh, but they don't have those core things that are so important to you, whether it's your faith or your your goals or your values, or you meet someone who has your faith, goals, and values, but there's no spark. There's no um intrigue. There's no desire to like get to know someone in a in a in a deeper way. Um but you you try to kind of like make it work, right? And make it fit because of that compatibility. And what my friend and I were talking about is that 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 sweet spot is finding someone who has those aspects of compatibility and who believes believes the same things, has the same values, is strong and focused and good. Um, but there's also that sense of friendship, right? And there's that sense of compatibility in terms of just like the chemistry and you're attracted to each other. And that can create, I think, a foundation for for a really great relationship. And I know it's like very hard. And I think that we we live in a time and in a culture where it feels just so, so hard to meet those people who we're both compatible with in terms of our values and our, and our goals, which is very important. Um, but there's also a sense of, of attraction there. And, um, I just want to really just encourage you if you're listening to this and if you've been sitting in a, in a time of just feeling like lonely and frustrated and like, you're just not meeting people, um, that there are very, very good men out there, um, who deeply desire to love you um, and to care for you and to lead you to heaven. Like there are good, good men out there. Um, I mean, I just, I, yeah, I just, I think my heart just hurts so much and I hurt so much when I think about the times in which I tried to make things work, right? And tried to force something that wasn't actually a good situation for anyone. Um, And and I know now when I look back, like when I look back on the last, I don't know, eight or nine years of, of dating and what that looked like for me, there is not a hesitation in my mind that all of those experiences brought me to where I am now. And every disappointment and frustration and, you know, lonely experience and just crying out to God, like, God, where are the good men? Um, those led me to where I am now um, and to a relationship with someone who is truly the most amazing man I have ever met and who loves me so well. And um, and I am so grateful for all of those experiences I had where, um, yeah, where God just said, no, no, not yet, not this person, no. Um, and those no's led me to somewhere so good. So I, um, I just wanted to say that, Um, wherever you are in your experience, you know, I'm praying for you. Um, I pray for you all every single day, no matter (laughs) where you are in your vocation. Um, and I just think that, you know, there are a lot of things too that we can do. You know, I, I can't get off an episode ever without throwing out some tactical steps and things to do. Um, and so a few of those things, I think the first one is take a break from social media, um, I I don't think that there's ever really a point when you are feeling lonely and frustrated that comparing yourself to other people's stories is helpful. I don't think there's I don't think there's ever a time that social media and comparing ourselves to other people's stories is helpful. Um, But if you're feeling vulnerable, like I have moments of feeling vulnerable. I just I mean, I'm off of my personal Instagram like six days a week. I only go on Sundays because I just can't I just can't do that. And even being in a relationship, looking at other people's posts and things still create senses of comparison right and that is not good and I think that you know we forget that the enemy uses everything and he uses social media I'm so convinced of it and especially uses it to make us feel like we are behind and we are not enough and um, you know makes us question our value and our beauty and our worth Um, and so yeah, I just think getting off of social media is a really great way, even if it's just like a 30 day detox or choosing to go off of social media for a few days a week. Like it is so, so important to protect our hearts. Um, and that's a great way to do it. Um another thing is just watch what you consume. Like, what are you listening to? Uh, there are so many podcasts out there that just slam men and books that slam men. And I just when we start to think all the time that all men are bad and that no men are good, um, we are putting ourselves in mindsets of just feeling like we're never going to give these guys a chance, right? And I know there are, there are good men out here who really want to pursue women, um, but... A lot of times we just don't give them the chance, and so when we're consuming content or listening to podcasts or you know watching TV shows or watching movies that portray men in a in a way that you know doesn't doesn't recognize their true desire and their true longing to love and serve. And I'm even talking about rom coms sometimes, right, where these like guys show up out of nowhere and like are sweeping women off their feet in just like completely impractical, crazy ways. Um, you know those things they affect our minds. And everything that we consume affects us. So if you're feeling lonely or frustrated or angry at men, like protect yourself, protect your heart. Um, Turn on worship instead of worship music, instead of podcasts. Don't watch TV shows. Shows like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, I used to be the biggest fan. Like, I kid you not, I have jumped the fence at The Bachelor Mansion three times. Hopefully it was long enough ago and there's no evidence so they can't get me in trouble. But like I used to be the biggest fan of The Bachelor. I loved that show, but watching it affected me. It affected my heart. It affected how I viewed men. Um, It affected how I viewed myself. And so I don't watch it. I haven't watched it in like, I don't know, eight or nine seasons Um, because I knew how it affected me and everybody has a thing that affects them. And so if you think that the media you're consuming doesn't affect you, it It just, it does. Um, And so, you know, pray for just the, just pray for the Lord to reveal to you maybe whatever you're consuming and how that's affecting your heart. Um, Because we need to be thinking about things that are good and lovely and pure and going to lift us up and, and open our hearts to the reality of love that God wants for us. The third thing I would recommend is finding friends who are married. Like if you don't have good friends who are married, go find some and just find a mentor couple to spend time with. Go and talk to them. Ask them how their life, lives have changed since getting married. Um, I have a few amazing women in my life who have young kids and, and have gotten married in the last five or six years. And I love talking to them about what their lives look like now and what it's like to have kids and to work with kids and what their marriages look like because this time of life if you're listening to this and you're single or dating or engaged um, but you're not married yet like this time of life is the time to address all of that stuff that we have like I, I don't know but for me dating has just revealed how selfish I am and like how much I want what I want and and dating someone has really called me so much higher to figure out like, how do I make sure that I am open and like desiring to, to know other perspectives. Um, and that's something that some of these mentor women have, have just taught me and important to me was like, you know, there is a lot of sacrifice and there's a lot of dying to yourself in marriage. Um, and I have conversations. I had a conversation with a friend last week where she was just like, I, I'm an alpha woman and I need to meet an alpha man who is willing to like, let me do what I want to do when I want to do it and isn't going to get in my way. And I was just like talking to her going, you know, I love that. And I love that you are bold and assertive and strong. And she is such a strong, amazing woman. Um, but I also encourage her, like, you have to also be open to somebody else and like what they're their desires are and a good man is going to want your joy and you to be happy but they also are are going to desire respect and the opportunity to um the opportunity to have their voices heard and their opinion heard and I think that when we when we run in that direction of like I need to be in charge and I need to be in control we're not allowing men to lead and I think many of us do desire that we want to be with someone that we respect and that we want to listen to and want to follow um, because a marriage is a long is a long time <laughs> and you you want to be with someone that you that you're willing to sacrifice for and um, willing to shift your priorities for. So that is that, that's that's just one I wanted to share today about dating again, not my area of expertise, not something I love talking about. Um, in fact, something that very early on, I was like, we do not touch this at the Sunday, Monday, but realize that it's episode 61 and, um, sometimes we just have to get a little out of our comfort zones. Um, so that's what I did, but please know wherever you are, um, I am praying for you and I know that the Lord has such good things in store for you. Um, he has such good things in store for, for us and he loves us, um, And he invites us to hope. I think that's just the last thing I want to say is he invites us to hope. Um, And so if you're losing your hope, um, go to prayer. Just be like, Jesus, I am getting really frustrated and really tired of this. And I just need you to show me how you love me. And I need you to show me that you're here with me in this struggle, in this loneliness, in this longing, in this desire. Um, And Jesus loves to meet us there. He loves to meet us in those places of longing, especially when we're willing to give it to him. Um, I wrote about this on a post last week that my grandparents just celebrated their 60th anniversary. Um, and it makes you think, right? Like the person you choose to marry, you will be with for, for decades and decades, God willing, right? They are, they, they've been together for 60 years, that's crazy. They have three kids, nine grandkids, um, and all of us are benefiting from the yes that they said to each other. But that in mind, it is so important if you're going to spend 60 years of your life with someone, to be with someone who loves you and desires to serve you and sacrifice for you, someone who prays for you and prays with you, somebody who calls you higher, somebody who reminds you, hey, like when you act in this way and you do these things, like this is how it makes me feel and and brings you to a higher level of holiness. That is who we are praying for, right? That is what we're desiring. Um and something, sorry, now that I'm thinking of these other two things real quick, but another thing to think about is like in 10 years, we'll all be in the same place, right? Like God willing in 10 years, if you desire to be married, hopefully you're married. Hopefully, you know, if you desire to have kids, God willing, you have children. And so, so really what's the difference between a year or two years or three years? If you, if you are waiting to meet the right person, right? Because in ten years we'll all be in the same place, and you want to be there with a joyful, good, happy, holy, healthy marriage, and not rushing into something with someone because you feel like you're running out of time. Um, I just, I just deeply desire that every single one of us holds on to that hope and knows that Jesus has good, good things for us. Um, and I hope that you believe that, and I really, really hope you believe it. All right, I think that's it. I think I said I had two things, but I only had one. Um, anyway, would love to hear from you. If there's anything that you've done in this season, um, I'd love to hear from you if you're you know, married, engaged, dating, single. What sorts of things have been encouragements to you in this season? Um, I mean, I just love looking at the lives of my friends, the lives of my friends, these amazing, amazing women who so deeply desired marriage. They so desired marriage. Um, and the Lord met them in those dreams and fulfilled them beyond anything they could have asked for, anything they could have prayed for. Um, And so find those people, find those sources of hope and look to them and remind yourself um, that Jesus is with you and Jesus loves you. He loves us and he's never forsaking us. He always hears us. Um, And yeah, hold on to hope. All right, that's it for today. I love you all and praying for you. Um, I hope that this episode spoke some life into you. If you're feeling frustrated. Um, and again, if you ever need anything, just shoot me a message at the Sunday, Monday, underscore on Instagram. I, um, would love to talk to you and would love to pray for you. All right. That's it. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye. For joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday Show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend. Shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do. Sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye.